0: We are back for another week of the fabulous, dangerous, sexy magazine <laughs> yeah. What's going on everybody? I'm Nick. Yeah, I am Victor. And tired.
1: <laughs> tired. Oh yeah. my god. It seems like... Oh, it's been a long week and it's only Tuesday.
0: It's true. It is very true. But we also excited because we are celebrating a year of doing this
1: a year of doing this my goodness
0: we'll mm-hmm. talk about that mm-hmm. a little bit later but yeah it's been a year a mm-hmm. year of mega
1: shame, a year of shade throwing messiness
0: truth telling yeah geekery basically. the geekeries and the tomfoolery. Oh, love it. We've just been in the midst of it. And, and what brought... What started, I think, our first episode was, like, some tomfoolery. we talking about Matt versus sad. Exactly. Exactly. So that means we have plenty of more to come because we got to talk about Wonder Woman. We got to talk about all this other stuff that's coming out in the summer because you know it's going to be a lot of stuff going down. And people already running their mouth about Wonder Woman. We can talk about that a little bit later. But I just... Find, well, you know, we talk about it right now because I just realize that so you know they're already talking about how like how it's going to have like maybe 83 million it's going to be the lowest of I was like why do we have to already go there why do we have to start off with that with that shade uh-huh. like that's bad I'm like well I hope when no one po- pro- proves them wrong you know because I'm just like don't do that but they're going to start out with trash like that but that's okay that's yeah not-
1: but anyway, how are
0: you doing, Victor? <laughs> I am good. I am busy, busy, busy. I have been, as some of y'all know, I was in Texas. I may have to travel again. Um, so much is going on. I guess that's what happens when you take an administrative job. Not like Well, let me rephrase administrative. Because administrative, some people may think, oh, you're like front desk. Like, no, I'm an administrator, so therefore <laughs> I'm not a front desk. I'm like behind the scenes making decisions that, are rough and tough and sometimes leave people into tears and you gotta be, consoling and all that. But in real life, I'm not. But you know, you just have to be consoling. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm consoling. But yeah, it's tough sometimes because you just like, oh man, you gotta, you gotta, break somebody's heart today, and that's not always fun to do. But it's that right. time of the year in the academic world. So, yep. Yeah. But I'm doing good.
1: That's good. It
2: that is you?
0: real good.
1: Oh, not much is going on over here. Just trying to get through a backlog of games, movies, TV shows. Um, I'm finally caught up on Scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you caught up on Scandal? Yep. Now, okay. I'm so glad that Quinn killed that bitch because I would have ran that bitch over like, five times, and then sliced the neck, and then burned the body, and then threw it on the cliff. But Got I
0: knew... That order. But, but, you know. But I knew when she walked in that room, It's like, oh, my friend. I was like, no, I know what you're going to do. I was like, I knew what you were about to do, and she did it. I mm-hmm. was so mad at Huck. Like, I to slap Huck and then, you know, hug him later, but... Right. I was like, you I'm always like, doing something. I said, you know what, Huck, your dick you, 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 always get you in trouble.
1: Right. And then...
0: Olivia had the nerve to slap Abby.
1: No, no. no. Not twice. She should. But three times.
0: But she should. Abby needed that. Because you can't play grown folks' games if you ain't grown. And that's what Abby was trying to do. She was trying to play games. And she ain't nobody's Eli Pope. She ain't nobody's Mama Pope. And she she can't do these things. And she didn't realize what she was getting into. I said, no, you deserve to be slapped. Because she wasn't ready for the pun on big pants and play this game uh, so she deserved that but i did enjoy quinn jumping over that table i was like
1: whoa quinn was about to get that ass
0: <laughs> i was like happy i was like that, that would be me if somebody said something that's me jumping over tables and
2: right
0: fall, All probably right. falling so, yeah. down but i'm still gonna get you pop <laughs> on the ground we'll crawl over there start with your yeah, knees I'm, and then we'll go I'm, up i'm caught up on that um
1: i'm going through steven universe Mm -hmm. um it's on hulu right now and because my sister uh turned me on to steven universe Mm -hmm. and i was like okay well, well she got me watching and i swear to you i have cried a minimum of like at least 10 episodes and it's steven universe does a lot of they introduce a lot of grown ass topics Mm-hmm. But it being geared toward kids, but mm-hmm. you can also see the adult themes to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like there's one episode where Steven found a videotape of his mom, mm-hmm. and you know he finally, like the the ending scene, you have you just gotta watch, like you just have to watch that episode because I have cried mm-hmm. each time I watch it, I have cried, mm-hmm. and it's just I'm gonna have to send Rebecca Sugar my therapy bill because she is just making me turn on these waterworks Mm -hmm. i highly recommend it if you haven't seen it
0: well we we might need to do like a episode where we talk about the favorite episodes of it because i i'm still i'm very behind in it Mm -hmm. but i know it's a very it's a passion project but i also know people really love it too and there's so much in it so we need to probably talk about some of these episodes because I remember seeing something where he learned so much about himself and, and the past and you know uh-huh. the, how he was raised and that was interesting too so I saw a little bit of that when he was a baby so, Yeah.
1: plus they introduce queer characters so I don't think uh, somebody I know Black Girl Nerds had a article about Steven Universe and uh-huh. me and uh Rebecca Theodore Femme Fatale NYC on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh we were try- I was thinking trying to think of a cartoon that we grew up on that had queer characters and I I don't think there was one.
0: Not like that, you know, some that were well if you want to talk about Snagglepuss and well, well, <laughs> like Snagglepuss and you know, hmm that's a good question. Um to some degree, you can probably play with them a little bit, but this is a little bit different. I think Stevie Lou universe is kind of, they talk about it and not talk about it. Like to them, it's like, this is normal for us to be, you know, like this versus like, oh, let's give a lesson about being queer. It's a whole different thing. So yeah, I think we should get into that because I think this cartoon has changed the game to where I hope that we have more stuff that kind of gets into this or have more characters. Um, that are kind of fluid or queer or what have you.
1: Yeah, it's easily in my top 10 cartoons of all time.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, let's go ahead and get up into this tea though, because it's, it's, it's kind of hot this week because there's been some stuff going, going on, um, all over the world, all over the geeky world and comic world and real world and everything. Um, but we'll go ahead and start it with one of the first issues um, one of the first things on our tea table and basically it's about X-Men Gold so X-Men Gold came out last week um, and that's kind of a new jump start to the X-Men, they kind of brought back some of the old school people where we got Kitty back and Colossus and Nightcrawler and Rachel Summers Rachel Gray, let me rephrase that um, they're fighting the new um, Brotherhood of Even Mutants um, however the artist and Adrian, Adrian, or Ardrin, I'm saying his name around Saif, um, did something interesting in his art. Um, he did, he kind of snuck in several different references to um, numbers referencing the protests by Muslim Indonesians, of the Christian governor that they have. Um, also kind of put in some statements that, that came from the Quran that some people we're like, okay, what's going on here, for example. Um, In one of the, in the baseball scene and where Colossus wearing a t-shirt, the t-shirt has the numbers or has this, the letters and numbers QS 551. And that's a reference from a verse in the Quran that basically says, um, it's a warning to Muslims that should not appoint Christian or Jewish people as their leaders. (laughs) Oh God. So he came off kind of, you know, anti-Christian, anti-Semitic in some ways, um, where, you know, some people noticed that and that just blew up all over, um, social media. So basically, um, he was fired, um, because, and then, um, where he actually wrote about on his Facebook page how, you know, his life is over and what he was trying to do wasn't trying to be this way, but he was trying to send messages. And I get that you're trying to send messages, but, uh, not in that way. And I think they just kind of rubbed off, um, the wrong way of doing uh-huh. it. So, you know, they, I mean, it was well received by fans. <laughs> <laughs> like people really loved it, but I think the issue was to see the references to the Koran and the verses and the Dracada protests um, just kind of rub people off the wrong way. Um, and so Marvel released a statement. Um, basically, they said that the mentioned artwork in, in X-Men Gold 1 was inserted without knowledge behind its purported rep- meanings. Um, this imply references that do not re- reflect the views of the writer, editors, or anyone at Marvel and are or in direct opposition of the inclusiveness of the Marvel Comics and what the X Men has stood for in their since their creation. This artwork, this art, oh, I can't even talk today. This artwork will be removed, mm. um, and subsequently, and other printings and digital versions, versions and trade paperbacks. And disciplinary action has been taken, so that disciplinary action is he has been fired.
1: Okay, so this uh, what was the name of this artist?
0: Um, a. Arjun Ardan Sayef. I'm saying his name wrong. Please correct it if I'm online, if y'all know the better pronunciation of it.
1: Okay, and his, is his religion or his faith, is that widely known? Is he, what, is, what kind of faith does he practice or if he practices any kind of religion?
0: Um, I think, is that widely known? I think he is um, Indonesian Muslim. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that's what that is. Again, people, please correct us.
1: Now, see, some people... I'm I'm on the fence of this because I don't think maybe firing him was a... too much, but why did he feel the need to put those kind of, I don't know, Easter eggs in the comics when... He knows that if people who have the same religion as him would mm-hmm. find those, and then it would blow up into something else. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, did you have a backup plan to this? I
0: don't know if he thought that people just wouldn't get it, or people, or people that understood the struggle. You know that they, you know, they're referencing would get it, and mm-hmm. and I guess he was looking at it from a perspective of what the X Men stand for, for fighting for social justice. Um, I guess he was trying to put that in there. Um, he had, like I said, he has a statement where he talks about why he did it. Um, and I will try to get that really quick, but I, I think he was just trying to, um, send a message of what they're going through, which, you know, again, totally get that. You know, people do this a lot. Um, but i just felt like that maybe he should have thought of it so this is what he said he said hello worlds my career is over now it's the consequence of what i did and i take it please no more mockery debate no more hate I, all all i hope is peace and this last chance i want to tell you the true meaning of the numbers so 212 is on a building where kitty pride is standing in front of and again i told you about the qs 551 so it is the number of justice, it is the number of love. My love for the Holy Koran, my love for the last prophet, the messenger, and my love to Allah, the one God. My apologies to the noise. Goodbye. May God bless you all. I love you all. And that was the statement.
1: Well, sometimes it beats like that.
0: Yeah, and you know, I mean, I, I want to look more into it because again, I get I you know, I see I see what he was trying to do, but I guess the messages just did not convey in that. And I guess he was, you know, it's, it's coming off a certain way to where people are very offended. Um, but, you know, I think he, maybe he meant to kind of call it a peaceful way and it just went another route. So, you know, note to people who are trying to send messages make sure your, these messages are somewhat clear.
1: Right, because like the um, the artist is slipping me the person who did uh, asked me about my feminist agenda.
2: Mm-hmm. Or I mean,
1: that was a clear message. You yeah. know, you got that. Now this one, you had to. I want to. I don't want to say be smarter because that's totally incorrect. But you had to dig through, and mm-hmm. some people are not going to get those those references. Versus something that's in your face like that that shirt was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that sucks. And that's, I mean, that's all you can really say about it.
0: I mean, that's all you can. But, you know, it's just very interesting um, to see how that just unfolded. But, yeah, that was kind of it blew up, starting with Reddit, and then it kind of got into Facebook and Twitter. And Reddit is the worst place to start. Oh, my God, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, Lord, you know how Reddit gets. is like a... It's full of nothing but foolishness, whiteness, speed, sticks, sweaty socks. That's what like a of Reddit. It's just too much sometimes. It's just too much sometimes. Yeah. Let's see. But let's, let's jump into a little bit of happy news in the geek world. So the Thor trailer popped up.
1: It did, and... I have never been the one excited for a Thor movie. Mm -hmm. But this one, I'm excited
0: for. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Um, I I like the way it came across. Now, I I have to say, I know some people were like, ooh, this is reminding me of the Justice League. I was like, uh... Because they have a rock song. But then, you know, if you want to be cute, Marvel started the whole rock song in their trailers with uh, Iron Man. Just saying. Anyway... Because Iron Man was starting out with rock. That's, that's his theme, is rock stuff. But when you think about this story here, it, it, it makes sense for what they're going to do. Um, I liked the introduction of Hella. I love that headpiece.
1: The, uh, the antlers, yeah. the golden antlers. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, uh, you know, some certain queens, after we had uh, tweeted on the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pod page that uh, every, queen, every drag queen will have this uh, headpiece, a couple of famous queens got uh, ruffled by that and said that it had already been done. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I didn't respond to it because.
0: I didn't see that. Who said it?
1: I'm not going to say no names, but we could talk about that offline. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, girls want to get all up in your business and get in all their feelings. Meanwhile, they haven't been doing drag for I don't know how long and mm-hmm. working on, you know, a sand career. Okay. But anyway, going back to the trailer, <laughs> it was very. A lot of people, and I'm in agreement with this. A lot of people found it very uh, kink friendly. Like <laughs> Thor was tied up one time, and then he was tied up in a chair another time, mm-hmm. and then he was doing this. I was like, you know what? I'm all for. Uh, I'm all for the kink mm-hmm.
0: because
1: you know we had our episode with a uh, black pomegranate, mm-hmm. and. You know, hashtag uh, a kink life is a, a good life, and I'm also very interested to see Tessa Thompson as the mm-hmm. Valkyrie. I'm so glad that they have. There's another black woman that's a superhero, mm-hmm. so that'll be good. And I like this. Uh, um, the villain. Oh my God, why is her name slipping me? Hella. Uh, yes. Uh, she looks like
0: she's going to be a badass. Mm-hmm. with her smoky eye. <laughs> she gave me a, a high cheekbone, smoky eye, messy you know, messy hair, messy bun, not a messy bun, but a messy do. I was right. like, okay come on through it with this and plus that headpiece. I was like, and I heard about that, you know, but you know, certain queens are bad but let me just say this. You may already do it, but you may not have done it well. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so because if, yeah, right. if people didn't know what you were doing, they would have said something, but they didn't. So we're talking about hella. Now, when you come off like that, then we can talk. But until then, the seat is right there on the left.
1: Right, the seat is reserved for you. So have
0: it. And plus, I and plus, and that was one of you know. I people retweeted it, so the, you know people agree that that's gonna be what the queens are gonna be doing, and you know they are. They're gonna be just doing that because she that turn she made I was like oh you better come on headpiece in this turn right <laughs> you better but show yeah, off
1: I'm, I'm excited for this movie mm-hmm. um, It's it doesn't make to me it doesn't make sense if typically our Marvel movie is going to be a summer blockbuster mm-hmm. so it doesn't make much sense to me that it's coming out in November
0: mm-hmm. but, but it, yeah. I, guess, I guess that's all in there yeah, it's Thor, no, no, he normally comes out around that time. So I was like, okay. And plus, you know, they feel like they can play the game because I think um, Doctor Strange came out around that time and usually Thor comes out around that time too. So, But I like the fact that in this third movie, it is a flip from what it was. We got more women in it. Um, you know, we have a different type of story, a woman villain. We don't really get to see that very often. Um, and if you are a reader of comics, Hela is no joke. She is no joke, so... I'm looking forward to this. It looks good. Chris looks good at the store as always, with this little fresh cut.
1: Yeah, do you like him with the hair or with the buzz cut?
0: Buzz cut. Okay. Hell,
1: uh, Chris could be rocking some Bantu knots for all <laughs> I care. and I would still give it up to him. Yeah.
0: And then the Hulk is in it too, so, you know... I have a small, weird crush on the Hulk. Ever since I was a kid, when the TV show, because I always wanted to be carried, because the Hulk always carried an unconscious woman, and I wanted to be unconscious and be carried by the Hulk. But that should be fun, too, because that's going to go into um, when the Hulk was jetted out to space, and he was kind of the the warrior Hulk in, in space. So we'll get to see a little bit of that story, too, I hope. Um, but it looks exciting, and I like it, and I was excited to see just where they gonna go with it and even Loki I I have a I have a Loki crush on (laughs) Loki I do cause the actor is cute too Tom Middleton like he's
1: yeah he's right, and I I can see it I can
0: see it yeah I forgive him for even talking to Taylor Swift but you know sometimes maybe he was you know he was low or maybe he was depressed he didn't have enough sugar or something and you know how she is she just snakes up in on, on somebody
1: Maybe she was just doing charity work. Probably. But uh yeah, um Elizabeth Banks, she played Rita Pulsa in the <laughs> Power Rangers movie, which is actually pretty good.
0: I, um, I seen saw it, it a few
1: weeks ago. It
0: is it's good.
1: Yeah, I think it's good. Okay. Um yeah, we had we hadn't talked about it, but I would say if you are a Power Rangers fan, go definitely see it. Uh she saw she said that uh Kate Blanchett stole her look, and I am like, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I saw the, the the
0: tweet, and they do look alike. That's our about you know. Like I'm sure Kate's gonna give us some some classic acting, now, because you know Kate is a good actress. So I'm I'm ready for this. I'm just ready for it, cause I want to see her walk down that hallway, with that headdress and the man, present. So we're gonna have to see this. <laughs> and I want I want a full cape. I want all that stuff.
1: You this, just want
0: Eleganza. Uh, you know, that's that's the problem. That's why I can't be a villain. Because if I was a villain, it would take me too long to get ready. And plus, I'll be, like, changing every look. Because every, I'll have a different look for every time I'm, you know, doing something evil. You know, something. A cape, a side cape. A good side cape. You know what i mean. Yes, saying? yes. A good side cape would get... That's what I want. Put me on a, a large black horse and a side cape. I'm killing everybody. <laughs> so
1: basically you want edward you want edward castro to uh from once upon a time to design your
0: costumes i want that i want i want a i want a, a, a full headdress i want extra hair coming out like i want like a full i want a full wavy african y- yaka like i want all that look full african wavy hair um full cape, all that stuff. This is, like I'm saying, when I'm killing people, I'm going to look fashionably disastrous as a (laughs) villain. So this is why I can't be a villain because it'll take me too long and I'll look good at it. (laughs) It's a mess. I would, though. You can't tell me nothing. Give me a cape. Give me a cape. Give me a high collar. It's done. So
1: let's move on to... uh...
0: Let's talk about how we're never gonna fly United Airlines again. Okay, let's talk about that. But that's the fact is, it's just horrible. So, y'all know the story. They sit up there overbook. You know, most of the time every airline's overbook all the time. And apparently, they was offering like eight hundred dollars worth of you know free tickets. I love that stuff because when they do that, I'm the first one running up trying to give me some free tickets. So I can, cause I, you know, what's the extra two hours when you got eight hundred dollars of tickets? Anyway. Um, nobody could take it they didn't, everybody wanted to get where they needed to get to so basically what it came down to is they needed to get like four of their workers on the plane so they didn't work well, which, weren't they late yeah uh, now some now, some airlines do this some airlines are like, well we can't get you on this plane we'll kind of just pay for you to go on another plane because we're not trying to inconvenience the customers last time I checked customer service was about pleasing the customers that's what I thought but, yeah. you know, mm. so, common sense need mm-hmm. not apply. So they randomly picked up um, for people, and they tried to get the doctor on, and the doctor said that he had um, he had you know other appointments he needed to get to because, you know, he shouldn't yeah. get to his patients like doctors do. Exactly. And he said no, and they tried to pull him off, and he was screaming no, and then I think he hit his head on the thing and knocked him, They knocked him out.
1: Yeah, basically, they had called the police on him, yeah. and they, they physically... Took him from his seat and drug him down the... You know how little those fucking planes are. It's not like he was flying Emirates or something. Mm -hmm. They drug him down that little bitty ass aisle. He bashed his mouth in. And people were just... I I mean, like, how can you do that? Like, you just drag this motherfucker out of his seat like that, number one. Number two, you are negligent in overbooking your flight anyway, so... Even if you had to choose somebody else, you should have got them on the next earliest flight, whether it be with United, whether it be with Delta, whether it be with somebody else. I mean, if cust—if you want uh, customers to come back to your airline, you should give outstanding customer service. And that's number two. Number three, after all this bullshit that came out, this, I don't know, this PR stunt that United tried to do as far as trying to cover their tracks first they said uh the doctor had failed, which you know that was a fucking lie because all this video in the world saying he was drugged up out of that seat then they said oh the plane wasn't this came out today the plane wasn't book overbooked well you just said yesterday that the plane was overbooked not even yesterday like a few hours ago that the plane was overbooked so which is it it's just like, why? I knew United wasn't shit for a lot of reasons, especially when I was looking for flights to Vegas and they was already out the ass any goddamn way. And now people, like, when it happened, people were like, oh, this is not going to uh, deter United from making a profit or they're just going to have a, a little bit of bad PR and then it's going to be over. No, it's not going to be over. Today, when i would say maybe a couple of hours after trading open their stock the value of their stock went about it was almost 800 million mm-hmm. and then by midday it was close to a billion yeah. so you tell me that the video phone the videos that were going around doesn't do doesn't help uh, doesn't help and uh, we didn't say earlier that the flight was coming from Chicago to Louisville, and the Courier Journal here in Kentucky ran this bullshit ass article about uh, that the the doctor had had previous run-ins with the police, saying that he was a drug uh, bringing up shit that doesn't it does not even matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, even if he was a drug Even if he was a a convicted felon, what have you, he did not deserve to be drugged about that seat like the way he was. And that was bullshit ass reporting and sloppy reporting on that journalist, whoever that bitch's name is, up in Louisville. That was bad.
0: (laughs) That was. And and that was like, that has nothing to do with anything. And the fact that uh, any true um, press outlet would not even talk about that. And for them, they would bring up, like, that has nothing to do with the fact that they still messed up. So you know he's about to sue he's going to sue them and he needs to sue for slander because they are doing this to me i'm like i'm going after y'all for trying to slander me the situation Uh because like what does that have to do with that so i was like well that's something else so i guess i guess i need to tell my business now you know like when i done stuff like when i slashed somebody's tires because i was mad because they wasn't giving me any dick or when i sit up there And, you know, when I was younger, I, didn't, I misdid my income tax, and I said I made more when I didn't make that. That was back when I was 21. So I guess I need to go ahead and just put all that stuff out there. All right. Because they're going to try to bring up when I did something. When I passed the speed light and said that that was the speed light's fault, and then when the cops stopped me from eating a piece of cake, and I asked them they want some, I guess you can put that down there too. So I'm just saying that they need to quit with this. this. They need to quit with trying to, you know, slander this man and give him his money. So you know they, he's about to get a cool million and a free flight all over the world for the rest of his life.
1: Uh huh.
0: But you also know they about to become the new spirit because they gonna be, <laughs> nobody, they gonna have to
1: right.
0: Nobody's. They have to drop them prices. They and gonna
1: everybody. fuck around and be like T W A.
0: True. Uh, uh, I'm mad because you brought up T W A. Where am I? <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. They get messed up, and you know what's what's really funny. I think was it Southwest. Somebody shaded them. <laughs> I think yeah, Southwest, I don't know if that was
1: a, a real yeah. ad or if somebody was just bullshitting with Southwest's uh, logo. So,
0: but yeah, but Southwest, they they play games like that anyway. So that's why a part of me was thinking of that story. But that's that. But re- if it's not real, that's fine. But, you know, they're about to get some business. And I think if any airline, this is they point to be like, okay, well, guess what? We are now, like, you drop your prices and get everybody, there, and then you got them in, and then you just kind of play with that. So any of these airlines need to be smart and be like, okay, we're gonna drop our prices just to tease with them, get all of their people, and then start moving from there. If, if I'm United is smart, they will drop their prices, big for our forgiveness, let some of us fly for free, <clears throat> and then get it right, and come on back on track. Because I'm saying this, they were wrong for doing that, but if they said, well, we're sorry, and we'll give like, the first 100 people free flights for a year, I'm like, well then, you got my forgiveness.
1: <laughs> I See, won't forget I
0: though
1: I don't usually fly United in any damn way mm. I'm usually Delta but mm. Delta has their own issues no, that's neither here nor there it's just yeah cause Delta
0: did this back in January
1: right and then didn't wasn't United in the news Uh, cured, what a few weeks ago about the, the girls that wore leggings
0: uh, was it United
1: I it think was, it was United
0: it was somebody I have to go back and look at that cause I was but yeah Yeah, because I was going to Texas when I saw that. I was like, really, y'all? What's this? (laughs) Y'all policing
1: what folks wear? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. If I come out in a ballroom gown, I better have my goddamn seat that I fucking paid
0: for with my money. I know, because I normally fly raggedy anyway, because I always fly either some cutoff shorts... Or some jogging pants, something where I'm just halfway being seductive, and you know I'm I'm doing it so I can just get on the plane, sit down, go to sleep. That's basically what I do. I get on the plane. I usually go to
1: try sleep. to look uh, professional, you know, in case I see trade. You know, you try to
0: be cute. Well, see, that's a difference but, you because know. you try to you try to be <laughs> cute to find trade. I'm just trying to be easy access to find a trade. That, that shows the, that shows you the level of wholeness that we are in. So <laughs> I'm just like. I- I'm in mean, this t-shirt and his cut-off shorts, so I'm just saying, if you're cute enough, that bathroom, that alley. Let me quit saying that for my mama and be like, what What did I tell you? Right. Because <laughs> she already be like, cussed she's already on halfway cussed me out talking about I will have a man if I will stay out of the streets, so I think I just need to sit
1: down. Well, mama, just, mama just
0: came for you. You know, you will have a man if you stay out of the streets. I'm like, you know what, Jeannie? Don't worry know. about me or these streets, mom. <laughs> oh, Lord. So what else do we got? Uh, well, yeah, I did saw that shade, so that was cute. Uh, of Let's her. talk about drag. Yeah, so tell us about what happened in Drag Race this week.
1: Okay, well, so week. Drag Race. It was kind of a, a lukewarm episode. It mm-hmm. wasn't really much going on. So the, the main challenge was they had to create a... Uh, a fairy tale princess and they also had to create you know the little sidekick Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a sewing challenge and of course these bitches some of these bitches didn't know how to sew and okay I'm gonna come up with this for two different ways one if this is true if you do not know how to sew anyway why are the producers putting people on the show that can't sew Mm -hmm. granted I know it's you want to get your ratings up, but y'all run into this season after season after season, and it's kind of like a dead—you're beating a dead horse. And on the same flip, if you know that you are trying out for Drag Race, and it's they're doing season ten tryouts, why would you come to? Why would you enter in the competition knowing that you cannot sew a button on shit? You cannot stitch. You cannot hem a dress, you can't cut out a pattern, you can't do anything. Why would you put yourself into the competition knowing that that is going to be a challenge and even more, more than one challenge? That's just infuriating to me. I'm like, I yeah. To me, I can't say that I'm a full-fledged drag queen because I don't know how to sew.
0: But, you know, it's funny because I feel like that they should have known that. I mean, after the way they shaded Shangela way back for not well, really yes. know how to do that, they would they should have known, like, well, shoot, if I'm going on the show, I need to know how to do something. But let me at least know how to do five stitches because a good five stitches, you can at least keep your stuff on for several hours. Right.
1: <laughs> and even if,
0: you, even if you don't
1: know how to sew, there are certain – a lot of queens have won challenges by high clue. Like um, on season six <laughs> – Vendella Cram, the first challenge that they did, she uh, did a gown, she high-glued it, and won the challenge. So it can be done. It's just... I don't know why these know, they do the same old plan. shit. And I'm like, right, they put this shit in... They put themselves in stupid situations that they don't need to be putting themselves in. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> so uh, they get to the main stage, and basically everybody was meh to me um the one that won the challenge was Trinity Taylor mm-hmm. she was uh she's a pageant girl like I previously said and her sidekick was actually funny so you know a lot typically on the show a lot of the pageant girls don't want to step outside the realm of pretty or polished because they think that it deters from their pageantry or it takes away from that which is is not the case in my opinion. In uh, the bottom two were Kamora Black and Aja. Mm-hmm. And they lip synced to uh, I Need a Hero. Um, I Need a Hero. Yeah, Bonnie Tyler. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Kamora Black did not know Nan Word of All that right. song. Oh,
0: Lord, now. How can like, you not? That's one of the. That's like a drag like a royalty song like that's one of those songs that it's like in the it's in the registry you know what i'm saying like it's like right
1: like, it's like that one like of those new attitude songs.
0: these like yeah like new attitude anything by her okay
1: but yeah if you um there is there was a queen her name was tandy dupree i think she was out in texas she did that same song and her entrance... Oh, entrance, she dropped
0: out of the ceiling. She
1: dropped out the fucking ceiling. I have never seen an entrance like that in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it kept on going. And she wasn't like a little petite little thing. She was a, a full-figure gal. And she hit that hit that split, got up, and did some eight counts. And I think it was for a pageant. Mm-hmm. But it was...
0: It's, gag- it's, yeah, it is legendary among, amongst any... Uh, Jeff's video, It's it's all... Uh... Like it's something that you it's in pop culture. It's it's literally in pop culture, so
1: Right. So uh Asha turned it out and Kamura went home, which was good which because was good. Okay. she needed to go home. If you didn't know the I'm, song
0: words to that.
1: <laughs> right. I'm like, girl, she didn't do a watermelon. She didn't do my baby back, my baby back ribs. She didn't do nothing.
0: And I can't believe, like, even, like, now, if I hear the song, I would know the words. You know, maybe because I grew up with it, but it's, I would know the words, even though I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the type of song that you just know.
1: Yeah, it, I, it felt like she was almost defeated. Because mm-hmm. I was I watched the uh, the Untucked um, today, and she, it sounded like she was already giving up, giving her swan song mm-hmm. uh, backstage. But I would have seen... I would have put her and then pheromones in the back, mm-hmm. in the, the bottom too, because uh, pheromones just did like a simple, I don't know what it was, a couple of pieces of fabric around her a little bitty self <laughs> and then call it a gown. I'm like, girl, okay. And let me say one more thing. So a lot of queens, uh, this came to me, I think a couple of weeks ago, that a lot of queens were talking about Aja's skin.
2: hmm
1: it's not the, the clearest, I'll say that. And sometimes she her eyes, she paints too dark of an eye that it makes it look like she has two black eyes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, the past queens were talking about her skin, and Shea Coulee, which is a contestant on this season, were saying, oh, you bitches are wrong for talking about her skin. Uh, once upon a time, y'all didn't have money, y'all couldn't get the injections, yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay. I'm on that, you know, cause I don't have the clearance of skin and I don't want nobody talking about my skin cause that's a sensitive ass subject. However, y'all didn't seem to have a problem with it when y'all were talking about Roxy Andrews when she got left at the bus stop. <laughs> y'all didn't have a problem when y'all talked talking about Julie Caliente's teeth looking like stalagmites. <laughs> so y'all can't pick and choose, oh, we can talk about this one issue, but Oh, girl, skin is off limits. Oh, we could talk about this one issue, but this is off limits. You know, it can't mm-hmm. be a pick and choose type of situation. <laughs> I'm like, see, you motherfuckers are <laughs> tiring.
0: Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well.
1: But, yeah, we'll be back at Drag this Friday. Mm-hmm. Us, BGM Podcast, and Lemonade at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time
0: and you can use the hashtag Drag Y'all. (coughs) Alright. And it seems like it's an interesting interesting season so far from what I'm hearing from the girls on Facebook as well as Twitter. So y'all get into it. Y'all can kind of see what's going on. Um, And one of the last things I will bring up is Zoe Saldana. So she... I don't know her. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a, I still know her. I'm going cause, you know, I enjoy I do enjoy her work, especially when I think about on uh, Columbiana. That was that was some good work right there. Um Well she just recently said, now before people take it out of context, she did say that, you know, being in Sci Fi films have made her colorblind. Um, but let me before because you know people will run with just that statement, but let me talk about what she said. So she says that it makes me feel superhuman because obviously it's been brought to my attention um, continuously since I was born since I was born that I'm not a conventional person because of my color of my skin or my gender or my cultural background. So I think science fiction has given me the ability to be an artist, to be as an artist to be colorblind and genderblind to imagine and reinvent myself to be the chameleon actress, who are supposed to be. So I was like, okay, that's, that's fair enough because I'm like, I can, I see that. You know, you are able to play so many different things um, whereas you can be fluid. So I kind of got the statement. Um, she has been problematic in the past because she said things like people of color don't really exist. Um, and also I was thinking about her Nina Simone biopic which a lot of people don't want to talk about, but I think I kind of understood this statement of when you're playing, you know, different type of race or creatures or stuff that don't sometimes subscribe to what we have here in our society, it's easy for you to think about, you know, like, of course, if I was a green person, do I think about race? Do I think about, you know, the color of my skin? or well, I'm considered this as a blue green certain person. So I I see where she's going in this direction.
1: Oh, Zoe. Oh, Zoe. No. I'm
0: just. Mm, yeah. I still like her though, so I'm I'm gonna, cause that she was the who I thought should have been Catwoman, cause I just thought that she has that look, and everything. So she's still a a, a woman in development. I mean, well, and, and not like development, development, but like she's still learning. So you know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll always I'll give her the benefit of the doubt till she's forty.
1: Until she's forty, <laughs> uh, you know what. I... I, I... don't even know what to say about her it's just after she somebody I forgot who it was somebody said that she rubbed Nutella on her face and played uh, Nina Simone and I cackled too loudly um I just need to put her on a shelf and let her sit to think about the things she's done and then once I am satisfied that a allowable time has gone by then I will bring her up until then Zoe Zeldania is (laughs) not in my books
0: (laughs) like I said I'll still give her a benefit of the doubt and one more thing I want to say this y'all better quit trying to shade Janet Jackson, I don't know who the hell y'all think y'all are, but y'all better leave the queen alone. If she wants to leave a man after five years because she's not in love with him, let her leave. But that's not her fault that the deal said that you have to be with her marriage five years to get this money. That's not even about the money. This heifer has her own money. So for those of y'all who were trying to clown on the queen, dust.
1: I hope we get another
0: album now. We better get another album. Or something. But I don't appreciate people shading on her talking about she's a gold digger. Like, do y'all know? Right. uh, Do y'all know that she signed signed some of the biggest deals ever in history? Do y'all know that? Do y'all know that? She don't need his money. (laughs) She's already worth nine figures by herself. Right. But y'all gonna talk about she's being a gold digger. I was like, she's a gold digger. Okay. Black China is a gold digger. Janet Jackson is a queen. You remember that.
1: You remember that, Curtis. Shoot. <laughs> and then it was like, like, hold on. Without y'all niggas, was still doing the Rhythm Nation video. Y'all niggas was still doing if. Y'all niggas was still doing all for you choreography, hitting them eight counts like you knew y'all was about something. So don't come up there and say that Janet Jackson's a gold digger mm. when y'all are trying to make a dollar out of 50 cents.
0: That's right. Uh-huh. Come on, go with the truth. Where y'all money at? And it was mostly some ashy, right. ashy folks too, Negroes sitting up here trying to talk about how she's going. Like, what are you doing? Are you paying your child support? Are you uh, making ends meet? Uh, <laughs> Worry about what she doing. She can buy all of y'all. So I don't know why y'all acting like this. She is a Jackson. She is Janet. She has done so much. I'm disrespectful. Just disrespectful. I don't appreciate mm. that. I don't, I just wow. had to say something.
1: Meanwhile, they haven't washed the
0: crack of their ass since the land before time. I know. I know. Gonna talk about the queen like that. Disrespect her like this. I was like, if y'all, I better not hear that in my face, or somebody's <laughs> going to jail, and it's, it's gonna be me. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yes, everybody, I am a Janet Jackson stand. That is my generation. Then, then. <laughs> She built this road for everybody else to walk on. All the Rihannas and Beyoncés would not be on this road if it wasn't for Janet Jackson. Let's, do not forget Tinashe's and everything. Tinashe talks about how if it wasn't for Janet Jackson, she wouldn't even be. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't do not do that.
1: Go, Digger. And with that said, let's take a break before we jump into the King Size issue.
0: Mm-hmm. If I kick somebody's tail. <laughs>
2: Jem! Jem is truly outrageous Truly, truly,
1: truly outrageous She's Jem, the most glamorous rock star ever She's also Jerica, the president of Starlight Music But only her friends, the Holograms, Kimber, Aja,
2: and Shayna Know that Jerica is also Jem! But we're the Misfits Our songs are better! We are the Misfits The Misfits And we're gonna get her Jem, truly outrageous And they're each sold separately from Hasbro
0: Jem! All right, we're back and we're going to get into our king-size issue, which we're excited about because it's about us making it through our first year as a It magazine. has
1: been our first year, yes.
0: Yes, and we're, you know, thinking about this journey, it's fascinating because it was, it began with doubt. <laughs> high doubt. High <laughs> doubt, and then it was just, you know, let's take a chance, why not, you know, we're not we did this just because we felt like it would. It just needed to be done and we also want to have some fun with it and you know now we're looking back it's like we we've been consistent and we've been on for this long so I, I'm I, I'm I'm just floored with the fact we've been here for a year
1: yeah I remember when I I think it was I had finished listening to I think it was Fan Bros mm-hmm. and you know they were talking about you know just going after yours and if you see something if you see a void in something try to fill it mm-hmm. and I was like okay so and I had been tossing this idea around for about six months or so mm-hmm. I was like nah ain't nobody trying to listen to what I have to say you know and I ain't got shit to say people are not going to respond to it and after that I was like you know what why not so I because me and you had already been friends on Twitter mm-hmm and I think it was because of our love for Jim. Mm-hmm. So I I think I reached out to you and I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? You were like, uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, because I, like,
0: I, I remember, now because I, I was like, I put a question like, should I do this? And then I just left it alone. <laughs> and then he was like, we should do it. And I was like, let me, yeah, I want to think about it. I was like, let me think about it. Am I ready for it? Do I have the time for it? Because this stuff takes time. And you right. want to make sure you had the time to do it. And I was like, you know what, just take a chance. That's the thing. You you have to take a chance. Because I think about everything I've mostly done was because I took a chance. You know, writing it, writing a comic book, you know, moving to Los Angeles, moving to all the places i moved to, um, is taking a chance. Dating, you know, hell, getting a car. All that's taking a chance. So why not take a chance on something that you like to do and see where that goes?
1: Right. And I was... I was so nervous that you was going to say no. And I was like, well, I guess i have to start this thing alone. Because it's always somewhat more comforting going in together, going in at something unknown together. Mm-hmm. So, when you say yes, I was like, okay, cool. So, even if it fails, you know, at least we fail together, mm-hmm. you know, in that sense. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the first episode, we talked about uh, Batman versus Superman <laughs> and... Yeah, we didn't like that movie
0: that much. No, but it was good to get it out there. I think people—that's when people start paying attention um, to what they was listening to us, and I think we started going in and talking about being black and gay, and then going into other things and talking about Jim. We started talking about the the drag royalty and everything that we we just that we know, and I like the fact that we did have these discussions because I realized that we've picked up a decent fan base. You know, there's people who are looking forward to us every week.
1: Yeah. that And that's so weird for me to think that, you know, people identify with what, well, I'm speaking for me, mm-hmm. identify with what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, sometimes I don't have the, best of confidence you Mm -hmm. know i can show it outward but Mm -hmm. sometimes inward i'm always in my head Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you'll i'll think about what somebody said to me two weeks ago and then Mm -hmm. i'll get pissed off or upset or you know all up in my feelings and they didn't really even mean that the way that i feel that it came across Mm -hmm. as a typical scorpio um but i'm glad that People have been responding to what we've put out, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is only the be. <laughs> it's just like Jim; it's only the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just excited to see where we go next.
0: I am too, uh, and you know, I'm, I I've heard you say stuff like how the the your confidence and everything. I think that you have great confidence. You put you say what you want to say, and you put what you put out there. And, you know, people really enjoy what you have to say. I think about the times I I pop up after coming in a meeting, I come in to Twitter, you know, and I see, like, y'all already having conversations. You, Kayla, Steph, (laughs) y'all already talking about stuff. I'm like, what y'all talking about? Like, it seems like y'all had all this good time. I've been sitting up in this meeting looking at these folks. So I feel like I think your confidence is growing and you should accept the fact that you are somebody that people are looking forward to seeing and hearing and and because you know a lot of the times Nick is doing um, the tweets for magazine. so he if y'all didn't know that he's doing a lot of it I jump in when I can um, and try to give in some you know give some stuff too but he does a lot of those and so therefore he, he, you're giving him you're giving them your personality there and there so I feel like that that's already been rewarding because they love it and they respond to it and everything. I I, I I just really like the fact that, like it, it I don't look at this as like the way to be famous. I always joked that I was like I was popular, when I was young. So I've already been through that. But a part of me is like, at this point, I'm like I just like to do it. It's fun for me i know it's fun for nick too and and you know sometimes it's like oh is anybody listening but we see that people are listening we see that people are paying attention to it we may not have like thousands of people but we have enough to where they are concerned i like to me it's like when you have people who are like where where is this episode or where, where are y'all or this is my daily thing. That's good for me, cause I, at least I know that people are looking forward to it, and I love the tweets that y'all send when you say like, today this is so everything is good. I got my magazine on and everything else, and I'm glad that we bring this to you, cause we're not trying again. We're not trying to be stars. We're just telling y'all. We're just sitting in sitting in our places, just talking.
1: Right. We just... <laughs> Uh, we got to go to work like everybody else. We got to uh, respond to a manager that we don't like. We got to go to co-workers that voted for Trump, too.
0: I, I like my manager. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I like her in small doses. You know, don't get me wrong. But, you know, when they started talking about bullshit, I just have to turn on some Vogue cut music and, you know, take them out. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's just, yeah, we're not trying to get famous over there. We're just trying to fill a void that we felt that, mm needed
0: to be filled Mm -hmm. and we're glad that we're getting the response that we have from you guys Mm -hmm. and it just it really makes us wants to do the show Mm -hmm. like i I get excited tuesdays Mm -hmm. when we got to record especially when there's a lot of shit to go through Mm -hmm. and we're waiting for like the next day to see how many of y'all respond and to know that you're listening to us yeah because it's great i like the fact that yeah, I like that. You know, it's fun to look forward for the Wednesday, cause the Wednesday comes out normally, and then um, you know you see people respond to it. Or again, like I said, the tweets. That's my, that's my that's my coffee in the morning is seeing the you know people like oh my gosh, magazine's out today, but also the fact that we're now a part of a community. I like the fact that we are a part of, of the people of color podcasting community now. We are what we're. I I see that sometimes we are. When it comes to the whole geekery, as I call it, the geekery or the blurred life or whatever, we are part of that now. And I feel like that's a good thing that we are now a part of that movement. We're a part of podcasts that are focusing on the geek culture. We are part of the podcast that focuses on people of color. We are part of the podcast that focuses on queer people. And people know that now. And I like the fact that, for example, when I was at WonderCon and I mentioned that I am one of the co hosts of Megashine. Someone was like, oh, and I was like, they, they came and said something like, <laughs> like, I listened to that and that was you, like you everywhere. And I'm like, child, I'm just here. But I was like, but thank you though. But it's the fact that, you know, people feel like um, it is amazing, um, that is an amazing thing for them to turn around and find this podcast. Um, and so I, I'm glad that people are feeling it. I love that people like it. I love that people follow us. I love that we have friends within, you know, the other podcasts as well. It was nice to see like for example, Ben Hameen even mentioned us and someone thanked him for introducing them to us. Um,
1: yes, I saw that. That was so awesome. Yeah. Thank you, DJ Ben Amin.
0: Um, and then working with um, you know different like we've been on a few podcasts already, uh, working with Black Girl Nerds, and now we're part of Universal Fan Con. I mean, these are things that I could not have imagined, not imagined. Hey, like, yeah,
1: I, I felt like I we I was just gonna you know shoot my shot and join do this thing, and so far it's been really really awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you said, we're part of this, I don't think, some people think that because we're, uh, we know a lot of people that do those same podcasts in a a similar fashion that we're in competition with them. And I I don't think that's the case. I think Mm -hmm. that since they're winning, they're trying to get their message out, we're also winning in a Mm -hmm. sense.
0: Yeah, we you know, all win. We all win. when We're all doing this together. We all win because, we're, we're inspiring others to get out there too.
1: And do exactly. Something. So in the future, who as guests do you want to see on our podcast? I
0: don't know. Um, you know, I like to have you know people that. I love to have more artists. Like maybe people who don't know. Like some artists that are. You know doing some of this great queer people of color work that we don't talk about we don't see i would like to you know get some more of those people there so we can talk about what they're doing and more people can see it and you know reference it because i kind of want to do more of of those things where we're talking to more queer artists and creators Uh i would love to see that um you know if we can get some people who are doing big things like you know that's great too, but I kind of want to see us. You know, kind of uplift some of the queer people of color who are artists and creators, because I want them to kind of know there's a space for them, and we want them. To, we want to give them the space to to talk about all the work that they're doing. So, you know, so other people can check it out. Because there's a lot of them out there, so that's why I want right. to like, hey, come like, come tell us about what book you're doing or what art you're doing or you know, like tell us like you created a game, tell us about this game. So yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I I would definitely like agree with that. Um, more indie uh, queer artists. Um, a lot of the because a lot of them don't get as much shine as I would like them to get, mm-hmm. even though they're still talented as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, some actors, uh, especially Louis Tan, but I see that Nerds of Prey had him and
0: fan bros had them and like, damn it. Well, that's fine. But, you know, eventually these people, we'll be getting these people, but we also don't want to be following what everybody else is doing too. So we kind of want to, you know, like, yeah, y'all can have all these people, but we we want to kind of get some people that, you know, again, that you just ain't really heard of, but you've seen. Um, You never know. We may have somebody from the drag race on here <laughs> you never know um, right. or we could have the next Louis Tan that we don't know about yet you just never know um, but we've but we've had some good guests um, we still have some coming up yeah we still have some coming up and you know con season is really kicking off so who knows what that's going to bring to us um, especially now I can make this announcement I am now if you don't know what prison comics is google it but I'm now a board member of prison Comics. What? (laughs) Yeah, so I was made board member um, just this past weekend as official. So it's official. Board member of prison Comics. I'm very excited about that. Um,
1: Oh my god. Congratulations. Yeah,
0: so I I will post more about that a little bit later. Uh, But I am very happy to be on that board um, because there's things I I would like to do and I feel like that this is going to help help us as Megasheen, help us as people of color to kind of have a voice because I'm ready to make sure that we are doing panels um, as much as we can that speaks about this. So my goal right now is to make sure we get a, a, a people of color panel at Comic-Con this year. Because um, we we kind of did one already for WonderCon and I want to do one for Comic-Con and, and as we go forward. So, yeah, that's something I'm very excited about. And I feel like because, I feel like I I got this because of the work that I've been doing. I've been inspired by what we're doing at Sheen to do more stuff. So that's why I, I created Megashene in some sense of me getting this role.
1: That's awesome. I know for me, I, I try to, I want to, I like to work behind the scenes mm. mostly. You know, given every once in a while I like to pop my head out and get my shine on, but I like to be the one getting the guests, you know, writing, getting the topics together. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that. Um, yeah.
0: And you're good so, at it because you're, you're good, and I'm glad you have the time because, see, I I can, I get, I don't know, I feel like I do so much, but I'm, that's what I like about our partnership It's the fact that you, that's something that you're passionate about as well. So you will make sure that we get that stuff done. Clean up our website, get these tweets out. So yeah, that's right. Really, is that, that's something that I greatly appreciate?
1: Right, and you know if you if you're a queer person of color and you want to contribute somehow, like whether it be a uh, some kind of article, some kind if you want to uh, say hey, uh, what about this guest? You know something you can reach us at megashing six. You can reach us on. Twitter and make a pod or make a chain, mm-hmm. you know are we're open to suggestions you know we want this thing to grow we want mm-hmm. this thing to be more than just
0: this just us
1: yeah more than just us
0: mm-hmm. because y'all I mean we know we can't pay anybody at this point but you have to remember we have to start somewhere so I want some of you who who have this talent like you know work. you can work with us we are very open to working with that to make things happen and just how things are already kicking off for us within a year. Who knows what year two looks like. So, you know, hey, get on the ball. We're ready to really, you know, to do new and exciting things and to really be. I like the fact that when years passed, we will at least be one of the, if not one of the first, you know, queer people of color podcasts that focus on geek stuff. I feel like we are the first, but I like the fact that we would be the one that was consistently doing this and go, and go down to history as one of the first who did this.
1: And doing it well.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, <laughs> you know, some people you know, in the the geek podcasting space, mm-hmm. we cover some of the things that I say not is covered by the bigger name. So mm-hmm. I like that we've kind of carved out our our place here. you know people might come to will come to us for you know the big news uh mm-hmm. articles, but you know we'll have some of the not lesser the lesser known news announcements, and I think that is equally as important
0: yeah I think we hit on enough to keep people interested and excited but also aware of what's going on. To a point where it's like, I didn't even think about that or know about that. And trust, we know our geek stuff. So if you ever want to try to, well, actually, us, yes, you can. We're ready for it. Because <laughs> um, we know our stuff. We like to make sure that we know our stuff, um, that we can talk about it, and we have enough information about it to where if you're still curious about it, you can go and check it out for yourself. And then, you know, let us know some stuff
1: right I'm we're all for a debate we're all to opening we're all open to learning and being uh, having new ideas and you know new thoughts and ways of thinking brought to us mm-hmm. so with that being said this does bring a, uh, into the show so like I said you can follow us on Twitter or mega pod or at Megashane. I am at Porter Pizzazz and Victor is at Wonder Man Five. Follow us on Facebook at Megashane. We also have Instagram uh, at The Megashane, but there are no pictures there. We're also <laughs> on Snapchat. There's no, there's nothing there. So, but we will, um, we'll, fill we'll up. use it. Just <laughs> I don't know when. I, I don't know how to use Snapchat, honestly.
0: Well, Snapchat. Well, that can be. We can look into that. But Instagram, we can probably throw up some. Some things we see at the cons and all that stuff. And also when we're on panels and stuff like that. So you kind of see some stuff on there. Yeah, we need to get our our shit together on those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else?
1: Also, since we are an affiliate of Universal Fan Con coming up real soon, you will be able to purchase your tickets uh, for the con that is happening April 2018. So go ahead, go to their website, sign up for updates. There's a lot of people that are going to be there. We've already uh, there's a a special guest was announced that Phil Lamar is going to be there, also with Orlando Jones. Hopefully, maybe we can get Deborah Wilson, and we can have like a Mad TV <laughs> uh, panel. That would be so cool. But yeah. you know, and we have more we'll have to. Come. Come. So we have plenty of time, and y'all have plenty of time to get your coins together. So, you stack them coins, you do like $5 and a, some kind of a credit union, $5 per <laughs> paycheck, you know, get that bills together and, you know, there's your money.
0: Yeah. And Anything
1: then, else, else before we get out of here?
0: No, you know, just stay out of trouble, folks. Um, love yourself. Um, and yeah, you know. Oh, and, and also remember that. Just because you are in an interrelational relationship doesn't mean you can alienate. Other races from from the story, especially if they are part of the damn story. But well, that's another thing to talk about.
1: All right. Challenge to law. shame the devil.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so we'll talk about that another time. But yep, that's All right. That's it for us. So, we see y'all next week.
1: Bye, y'all.